everyone. Welcome to the Galactic Podcast. I'm Lauren Romo, and with me as always is my cousin and fellow nerd, Andrew Gutierrez. Hey! What's going on, Andrew? I was just doing, doing voice warm-ups on my way here. Yeah. Like a whole lot of... <laughs> Getting psyched. Yeah. And like some Anchorman, unique New York. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> getting pumped up for our talk. I was getting pumped, you know? Yeah. Here we go. We're Ooh. ready. All right, this is your first time listening to us. Welcome. We are a Star Wars podcast that talks and discuss anything and everything within the galaxy far, far away. In each episode, we dive into one or two topics and have a general discussion on them. Topics could be movies, TV series, books, comics, a specific character, you name it. We talk about it. Andrea? Lauren? All right, so the road to Clone Wars Season 7 is upon us. I'm so excited. Yes, I am too. Very, very excited. So what you and I have decided to do is do some Clone Wars topics uh, ahead of season seven premiere. Mm-hmm. So uh, this week we're going to talk about, well, we're going to talk about a couple books that really impact, I think, the Clone Wars altogether. Absolutely. And ties into the Clone Wars. So one of those books uh, that we will be discussing today is Dark Disciple. Uh, now this is your first time reading it. Oh my. So let me just hear your quick initial thoughts. Um, I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. It was hard for me to put down. It was very intriguing, well-written, exciting, seductive. So awesome. many words. <laughs> it was all of those and more. Like, it was such a good book. Uh, so we're, uh, we're going to talk about that today and uh, maybe the ramifications of that book, maybe into season seven. Yeah. Who knows? We'll see. Um, but first things first, Andrea, Lauren, did you know oh. that this book was supposed to be episodes within the Clone Wars before it was canceled? I did learn that. You did learn that. Yes. Well done. So the names of the titles of those episodes were as follows. The Lethal Alliance, mm. The Mission, Ooh. Conspirators, ah. Dark Disciple, mm. love that, Saving Voss Part 1, Saving Voss Part 2, mm. Traitor, The Path, uh, and The Path was the last one. Traitor! So, and those episodes were written... <laughs> Traitor. <laughs> Good old Kylo Ren. Uh, and those episodes were written by none other than Miss Katie Lucas, George Lucas' daughter. Wow. This is very cool. I, um, she did a foreword, you and I were just talking about it before we started recording, uh, in the Dark Disciple book. Yeah. And she was just talking about how... Um, kind of what she was going through at the time when she was writing uh, writing it, this uh, this this book or writing the characters the for the episodes. Yeah, yeah. so she yeah. Uh, wrote for the Clone Wars for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had the responsibility of writing Aura Singh, Savage Oppressed, Darth Maul, and, and Asajj Ventress. Which is uh, awesome characters. Yeah, she just uh, loved Asajj uh, she said she was her punk warrior witch of my dreams. I love that. And she said <laughs> that she was in the throes of a bad breakup and writing for Ventress and Voss was incredibly cathartic. I love that too. Yeah, yeah. So I and you can kind of tell with how this book is written that um, Christy, uh, I think it's Christy Golden. Yeah. Christy Golden wrote, wrote the Dark Disciple book, but you can tell she was very influenced by probably what Katie, uh, Katie wrote, wrote for the episodes and all that. So... Uh, yeah. So let's, um, now if you haven't read the book, um, obviously we're going to be talking about it. So spoilers, unless you don't care. We're going all in. Yeah. We're definitely going to do kind of a deep dive discussion about it. So, um, so let's start. So the book starts, um, as Dooku is attacking a refugee ship, uh, fleeting the planet, uh, I believe it's called Maharin. Yeah. Uh, Maharin. And the Mahara, Mahara, yeah, Maharine, yeah, 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 yeah. Which so, comes up later. Yes, 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 it does, it does. So, um, Dugu attacks the separatists, you know, uh, yep. attack this refugee ship, and uh, obviously many lives are lost. So, this all impacts the Jedi Council because obviously they hear about this and they come to a very, very interesting decision decision uh, as to how they want to deal with this war and how they want to end it. So 
Andrea, what were your thoughts on, uh, first of all, the, the decision they made was to try to assassinate, assassinate Dooku. Yeah, that was um, shocking to me. Right off in, you know, the first couple chapters, mm-hmm. um, to feel that the Jedi Council kind of had their backs to a wall and were going to use means that weren't the Jedi way. Mm-hmm. So um, it says in there that the Clone Wars had been going on for three years now. Mm-hmm. Um, the Jedi Council, like, witnessing Dooku's destruction of that planet was really what triggered them to make this decision. It was a great scene. Yeah. You know? The whole opening was fantastic. Like, it sets up the book so good. It really does. And so it said the force-wielding Jedi, Guardians of Peace, have been thwarted by Separatists and Dooku. With the war showing no signs of ending, casualties mounting, the Jedi must consider every possible means of defeating them. And that's when they come up the decision to, you know, assassinate Dooku. Mm-hmm. And Mace is the one that recommends it. Which is not, which is very not surprising because I think Mace was such a different, he thought differently than I think a lot of, uh, the, of the, a lot of the Jedi Council. Like, I mean, he thought differently than Yoda, thought differently than Obi-Wan, a lot of, uh, a lot of them. So I, that decision coming from him wasn't, it was interesting, yeah. but I thought more interesting was that they went with it. Yeah. At first, Kenobi disagrees. Yeah. He says that some yep. things aren't in the realm of possibility, not for Jedi. And Yoda agreed with Obi-Wan mm-hmm. that to the dark side, these actions will lead. Right. Um, but then Yoda says, stop him, we must. And then who will strike the killing blow, Mace says. And then Kenobi comes up with the suggestion to use Voss. Yep. Quinlan Voss, who yes. is off on another mission. Uh, when he gets told that he has to go to the Jedi Council and to talk about what the plan is and the plan of assassinating uh, Dooku. So Voss not really like a familiar character at this time. At he, this time, he was yeah. in the Clone Wars. Yeah, we once one. I think yeah, it was a one. I can't one or two episodes. Just one, tops. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and he was a cool character. Mm-hmm. Um, liked him. So I mean, I'm just imagining this whole this whole whole like. If this was all eight episodes, man, that would have been a oh my god, that would have been amazing. We'll talk about that uh, later on, but yeah. So the decision, like you're saying, Obi uh, Obi Wan Kenobi decide, thought that Quinlan Voss would be the best candidate to do this because of his uh, his care his character his nature, mm-hmm. and um, he Quinlan Voss accepts. Yeah, he accepts. Um, but what happens is that, and I believe Yo was a Yoda. Tells Quinlan to get the help of Asajj Ventress. Yeah. So, which I love because a, you know, the last time the last time we see Asajj before this book, um, is her helping out Ahsoka. Yeah. Escaping um, the the troopers, stormtroopers, because of her being blamed for something she didn't do. Right. In her, in that great arc in Clone Wars. Yeah, and Asajj, uh, in the, that arc, she was, she spoke with Anakin, even gave mm-hmm. him the information, and yep. um, they kind of, like, talked it out and figured out that there was someone else involved, which happened to be Barris. Right. Um, right, right. So you're kind of, like, understanding that Asajj is in, like, a weird place. Mm-hmm. You know, she's not necessarily... Um, you know, like a Sith apprentice, yeah, she's or she's Sith. not. Yeah. She's not like a. She's still a dark side user, you would guess. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even you see after the destruction of the Night Sisters is when she's with Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. So she's just trying to have a purpose. And I, yeah, a, I, that's what I feel like. This whole book, yeah, this whole book, I think, just shows how what she like her whole her whole arc, mm-hmm. uh, just as a whole. And like I said, we're we're, we're going to get into all that, but. So quick yeah. thing, like, uh, so Quinlan Voss, mm-hmm. a couple quick cool things about him. Mm-hmm. So he has, um, like, what do they call it, psychometry or retrocognition? Yeah. So when he touches, yep. So when is, he, I love yeah. That. So uh. when he touches things, he uh, gets the memories of the person that touched them. Yep. So it helps him with tracking, and that's kind of why mm-hmm. he gets sent out on all these missions. Right. Yeah. He's one of about, about one of the best trackers in the Jedi, you know, in the Jedi Council to do something like this. And he's really not like your typical Jedi. He's kind no. of like he's like sarcastic. Yeah. Um. You know, kind of reminds me of Obi Wan. 
yeah, in um, a way, a yeah, little I bit. See what you're saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and him and Obi-Wan are... Well, in that Clone Wars episode, they didn't seem to get along. But in this book, you see that their connection is friends. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, they're definitely more... Yeah, they're more friends in this than than we saw in the Clone Wars. Absolutely. Um, So, yeah. So, Quinlan goes on uh, to try to go find Ventress. um, And he, he first starts to go... He first starts... At level 13 on Coruscant. 13, 13. 13, 13, yep. And then he talks to Boba Fett, Bosk, some of the other bounty hunters that she has run with before. Yeah. And they let Quinlan know that she could be, you know, last they heard, she's at she's at this uh, planet, mm-hmm. this specific planet. And he goes there and he finds her in the middle of a bounty. and Disrupts uh, her. Yep. She finds him irritating at first. <laughs> Um, and obviously he claims to Voss, uh, he claims Voss, claims to Asajj that he is a, he's a wannabe bounty hunter. Yeah. And that he's looking to partner up. Um, and I think with some hesitation, she decides to let him join. Yeah. She has this feeling toward mm-hmm. like this, um, like initial force feeling, you yep. know, like something yeah. about him she she's drawn had, to. Yeah, yeah. So, um, that's. Because she doesn't want to partner with anyone. She's been yeah. hurt in multiple ways, you yep. know, by Dooku, when she had to partner up with Savage, mm-hmm. um, all of that. Yeah. So um, her taking on, like, another partner, I think, was a, it was a big deal. I think it was a big for her character because I yeah. think that, you know, even through all what she's been through, she still, you know, felt that need to be, you know, maybe a part of something, yeah. part of a family, part of whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that was like, I think that's a big thing for her arc. You know, the other thing I noticed was I never thought the destruction of the Night Sisters was such a big deal to her, but it really did oh, hurt Oh, it her. affected her a lot. Yeah. And you find that out in this book as as it goes. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, totally. Um, so, um, they decide to join together, do, and they do some missions together. Um, and that's when I think the relationship... Um, starts changing and develops into something more. Um, so what did you think about the development of their relationships as they started to do these missions and started to become familiar with each other? I really liked it. Just yeah. some of the examples of, you know, that she he would catch her, like, enjoying things that they were doing, mm-hmm. and she would recognize that he was, you know, withholding things from her, but she was interested in um knowing um things about him Mm -hmm. the conversations that they had about uh god what was that one thing about the worst things they've ever done and all of that that just really you could see two regular people having those conversations they no longer seemed like jedi and sith good guy bad guy um they just seemed like two people that could sit across from a table and have a conversation with each other it was great yeah and again i think it's big it was super big for her character because again she had so many walls built up yeah because of what she's been through i mean thinking about in the in the clone wars where you see you know when she sees her master die you know she turns to dooku and then he turns on her and then she goes back to mother townsend and they kind of abandoned her no i mean not not by not really not her fault but But she feels responsible for their destruction yeah when grievous attacks them and everything so you know, you see all that, and then you see her in this book, Asajj, open up to this, you know, to to a stranger, at, mm-hmm. to to all she knows, and but like you were saying, I like how they there was something there that there's always a, a connection, whether it be maybe through the Force, who knows? Mm-hmm. You kind of got that hint a little bit that it might have been, but I think it was more though, and I think they, you know, they start having feelings for each other, yeah. which is great. I love. But was also was great as you were kind of hesitant on believing her because even Obi Wan yep. warned Voss mm-hmm. from the beginning that she was flirtatious, she mm-hmm. was seductive, she used those things to her advantage, which you saw in Clone Wars all. Oh, the time. absolutely, mm-hmm. and how she liked to be noticed. So sometimes it when. Voss was noticing her mm-hmm. you had to wonder was it him just playing his part mm-hmm. and then when she was being seductive you had to wonder was it just her yep. playing her part were they really connecting or were they really just out playing for games yeah, yeah playing, they playing games. games with each other yep it was awesome it was very good that's a very good point yeah which again you could never like that was a Saj through and through mm-hmm. like she would do things to her advantage but also you never knew if it was you know the truth or if it was just her hiding behind 
you know, who she was. Yeah, and, and her really ultimate was. goal of the destruction of Dooku. Now, yeah. up to this point, she doesn't know that Voss wants that. Right, so right now, up in, right up until this point in the book, he all she knows is that he is a wannabe bounty hunter and he wants to start making money and he figured that they were good partners, that they could help each other and benefit. Yeah. So that's all she knows right now. Um, so now the big mission that they go on, though, is the Pike's job. Yeah. So they go um, and they, if I remember correctly, I think the... The mother and the daughter. Yeah, the mother and the daughter. Or or one the of, mother and two kids, maybe. Uh, one of the Pike's head guys. Yeah. Um, is, is on a planet that was controlled by the Black, Black Sun. Suns. Yeah. So they do, they take this job trying to save the mom and the two kids. Um, so stuff happens during that mission. They save, um, I think they save the two kids. The mom, correct, is... I think. Right? Or maybe one of the kids. I remember whatever it was, it affected Voss. Right. So the big thing, though, in that whole sequence was when, um, Voss saved the kid by using the Force. Yeah. So that was kind of a big, a big deal. And I think at that point, Asajj kind of maybe had an idea of what was going on at that point. At that that point. he was... He was not who he, you know, was saying yeah. and telling her. I mean, she's not stupid. Right. No, she knew. And I think, yeah, she was. She does admit that she knew. Right. Later right. on. Right. So, again, and that's when he kind of, after that mission, um, obviously they take uh, they take the kids um, back to the Pikes. But then as they're leaving, they see a whole fleet of Black Suns. Mm-hmm. And they kind of, they get out of there because there's nothing that they can do. Mm-hmm. And they both kind of feel bad, yeah. which is very, you know, again, for for Asajj, that's big because she never really, I mean, there was times you can see sympathy, like with when she was with Ahsoka mm-hmm. during the Clone Wars and there's stuff like that. So when you see her vulnerability, it is cool. Because yeah. again, you, you, she is such a, you know, a badass, mm-hmm. but then you see that side of her, which mm-hmm. is, which is great. And then, but that's when Voss comes clean about him being a Jedi and his true purpose of the mission, and that it was to kill Dooku. Yeah. So at this point now, she's kind of a little bit upset that he kind of that he lied to her. Right. Um, didn't know if she could trust her, or yeah, I mean, she didn't know she didn't know if she could trust him. Yeah. And you know, he was kind of you know at this point, Voss was at kind of her her way because it was up to her either she was going to help him or not yeah and you know so during this moment he also did a couple check-ins with Mm obi-wan uh the first uh uh, maybe i don't know if it was the first or the second where obi-wan was starting to um pick up on some of the things that he was saying and maybe questioning if he had developed feelings for her yeah saying words like loyalty and and stuff like that mm-hmm. um but and the other thing i found interesting when he they asked him or he or if obi-wan asked uh voss if he had like exposed himself or like you know like told him that mm-hmm. she was he was a jedi right. he lied and said that he didn't yet right which I thought was crazy. Which in reality, he told her. Yeah. Yep. 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 It was weird. Yeah. I mean, I think, again, I, that, but for Voss's character, I think he was so used to being undercover. That was a big thing, too, that yeah. they talked about in the book, is that he was always undercover, and nobody kind of, like, the Jedi Council didn't really know where he was a lot. Right. Because of, like, the missions he was on, he had to go very, very kind of deep undercover. undercover. Yeah. So, um but yeah, so now this is where I love this whole part. So she decides to help him, mm-hmm. but the way she's going to help him is that she tells him, the only way you're going to defeat Dooku is if you tap into the dark side. Yep. That's the only way. She says, you have to get to the point where you almost break in a sense, but you don't. Right. So she had to get him to that point. So she takes him to Dathomir. Awesome. Which I love. Dathomir, as you know, is... Her home planet, Mother Townsend, that's where Maul, Asad, or um, Savage, mm-hmm. that's where they're all from. Yep. So she decides to take them and starts training them in the dark, uh, in the dark side. You learn so much, too, uh, like mm-hmm. about the, the burial of them and them being able to come back to life. And when the um, destruction happened by Grievous, she didn't know how to, how to do that. So she mm-hmm. feels responsible for, like, their complete destruction. Yep. Uh... 
Yeah, it was great. Yeah, I mean, this whole, and this is where they, their relationship really became more of a, like, them being in, being in love with one another. Yeah. For sure. But I still question Asajj. Oh, 100%. And that's why this book is so good, because you, you felt like you wanted to believe what she was saying, but there was, like you've been, like you said earlier, there's always that in the back of your mind, like, is she being honest, or is she just being Asajj? Is she just trying yeah. to get what she wants because she's always wanted Dooku dead too. Yeah. So is she doing this for the cause or her selfish reasons? Yeah. You know, is she really trying to help the Jedi Council or she's just trying to just kill Dooku because she, you know, she wanted to. She's always wanted to do that since Clone Wars. So, yeah. So some of the, like, uh, passages where they're... um like showing affection towards each other, like mm-hmm. the touching on the face, the kissing, whatever. It reminded me of like Padme and Hanukkah. Yeah, you no, know? I, it 100%. really did. Like it was like kind of like first love, like affection, mm-hmm. you know, it was very like passionate and um, like overwhelming, you know, the feelings that he talked about that he was feeling, how he never felt them with inside the force and, mm-hmm. and how he even questioned being a Jedi because to keep those feelings and emotions back from him, he didn't really understand that. Right, because again, as we know, the Jedi way was obviously not to have attachments and everything like that. Right. And he was definitely going down that road. Um, so yeah, so she, you know, they go to Dathomir and she puts him under a pretty rigorous... Um, training. Yeah. I mean, it's intense at yeah. times. Like, super intense. That would have been a sweet episode to watch. God, yeah. I mean, just imagine if this was an animation. God, mm-hmm. that'd be sweet. Um, but one of the final things that he had to do was um, kill this uh, this beast yeah. that's on Dathomir. And um, that's like a rite of passage. Yes. So mm-hmm. it was a huge deal as far as... Uh, right to join the the night sisterhood or yeah that uh, that kind of uh, yeah I think it was the night sisters yeah so so he goes through all this training and what they find out is that Dooku was gonna be uh, on this uh, I think it is Rex R A R A X U S and that's where Dooku was supposed to be giving a speech. Yeah. So Give this is where. Party. Yeah. So this is where Asajj and uh, Voss think it's you know time that they strike. Yeah. Strike and try to get um, you know try to kill Dooku. Um, now I think at this point does. Correct me if I'm wrong. I believe he does tell Obi that that's the plan. I don't remember because there was a one time he was supposed to go to a meeting and he did not show up right yes he was MIA yeah that's when I think during the whole training yeah on uh, Dathomir yeah yeah but yeah I think and I think at that time Yoda you know Kenobi was at this time he he voiced his concerns to Yoda uh, but Yoda assured assured him that he that Voss knows what he's doing yeah you know which is very again that's so that's interesting that Yoda was like the calm one and you would think that maybe he would be a little bit nervous of, you know, his absence. But Yoda assured Kenobi that, you yep, everything's going to be fine. Yeah, because Kenobi went to go visit Yoda. And, mm-hmm. you know, Yoda, yeah, like you said, he reassured him. He said, gone on many undercover missions Quinlan's, Quinlan Voss has. Carefree, carefree he is, but careless he is not. Right. Possible it is... That attached, he has grown. Always a risk there is. God, it's hard to read stuff. Yoda sometimes. Sometimes it is. But it feels like, again, I feel like it's almost Yoda knew, knew what was going on. Oh, yeah. Like, he could sense that, you know, their their relationship had changed and everything. But he was, a, he was still trusting of um, Quinlan at the time. So, uh, so yeah. So, so Ventress and Voss go to this, uh, go to Rax. Where Count Dooku is about to give a speech, and this is where they feel like this is the best opportunity to attack them. Yeah. So they do. Um, doesn't go the way they planned. But fun though. It was yes. fun. Um, yes. You know, Asajj sneaking up behind Dooku yeah. and saying hello, Master, and yeah. whispering in his ear, and his reaction of that. Um, you know, Grievous being there and Dooku trying to, um, you know, like arrange like 
their defense towards what was about to happen because yeah, he could tell that. Duke, yeah, Dooku sensed what was going on. Yeah. Um, he, I, I think he sensed her presence. Yeah. And then that's when he told Grievous to go, um, to go over the Overlook and be prepared. Yep. Pretty much. So they they meet up. Uh, Quinlan shows up. They start dueling, have a intense uh, lightsaber battle. Nice. Um, to which Quinlan um, gets overpowered by Dooku. Mm. And he is uh, in- incapacitated by Dooku's force lightning. So Asajj um, decides to hightail it. Yeah. Um, and she leaves and Voss is um, captured. And yeah, prisoner. There was a couple things that kind of Voss made a mistake on, mm-hmm. like when Dooku, you know, D- Dooku's so smart, mm-hmm. and when he said like you fight well, and Voss says I had a good teacher, and reveals that Ventress was his teacher. Yeah, Dooku immediately knew that he had to have been attracted and loved. Yep. had a connection with her, had an attachment to her, and he really used that in a, in that moment mm-hmm. as his advantage. And Ventress tried to warn him of that as well too. Yeah, ahead of time, yes. Um, and, yeah. I mean, Dooku's way too smart. And he knows Ventress so well. Yeah, because that know? was his apprentice. So oh, he, yeah. I mean, he taught her, so he knows her games as yeah. well as anybody. Um, so, yeah, so Quinlan gets captured and is taken to um, Dooku's ship. And that is where um, he reveals, because when they're on Dathomir, Asajj tells... Quinlan that it was Dooku that killed his master. Right. And that was to help Quinlan get to the point of almost breaking. And wanting to destroy right. Dooku. Right. Fully. But Dooku shows Quinlan the actual hologram and yeah. and it was a size. The build up to that was, was amazing. amazing yeah. Because yeah. you had parts of like torture, how they didn't feed him. Um, how he wasn't in any sunlight, right. um, how some of it just seemed completely unnecessary to him. Mm-hmm. He goes and meets with Dooku. There's all his food, but he knows, like, Dooku's just using it as, like, a ploy to, mm-hmm. like, win him. And then he brings up, I think it was Voss that brought up that you killed my master. And yes, then all of did. a sudden, Dooku's like... No, I didn't. Realizes, like, no, I didn't. Yeah. It was Ventress that did it. Yep. Knowing Voss's powers... He has, what was his master's name? Uh, Master Tome. Yeah. Yep. He gives him Tome's um, lightsaber. And at first, Voss refuses to touch it. Yeah. It's almost like he knew what he was going to see. Because Dooku knew what what Quinlan could do. Yeah. Yeah. And when he touches it, oh, that's painful. (laughs) It's very painful for Quinlan because then he's. Oh, I remember. He actually shows him the hologram yes. at first, and Voss says, "Doesn't that, believe it." Yeah, he says he that can be the fake. Yeah. You could have, you know, manufactured that. Right. And that's when he brings out the lightsaber and says, "This touch can't. it." Yeah. Yep. You'll you'll see the truth. And it was oh. it was Asajj, and that's when his anger towards Ventress like just changed a hundred percent. Yes. And he obviously the whole his whole feelings changed and everything. So. So. Um, so Ventress at the time goes and tries to rally a team of bounty hunters to go rescue Voss. Mm-hmm. So they go, uh, so it's her, um, Boba Fett. Which was cool. Yes, Embo and... I think Bosk was there. Bosk was there as well, yes, 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 yes. So they all go to the uh, planet Sereno. Uh, to west to rescue him. Um, so she gets to the point where um, she sees Voss, and she sees that he has completely turned to the dark side. Oh my gosh! I'm trying to find the part in the book where she sees him and his eyes are yellow. Yep, and that's when she knew. Yeah. So yeah, there. So during their um, rescue attempt. Oh, I found it. Okay, so during the rescue attempt, she gets to where she where he is, and then she is talking to him, and he just is not hearing it. Yeah. And... So she says, Quinlan, Ventress rasped. Her vision was starting to go dark around the edges. Listen to me. Shut up. Now Vo- Voss rose 
his back towards her. Every line in his body was taunt with tension. I'm done with listening to your lies. I warned you about this. A moment longer and she would black out. Mm -hmm. If he didn't crush her windpipe first, Ventress struggled to get the words out while she could. You need to tap into the darkness, but not let it consume you like you let it consume you when you killed my master. Boss flung her away hard. She slammed to the stone floor and slid, coughing and gasping for breath. As quickly as she could, Ventress got to her feet and her heart shattered in her chest. Voss's eyes were no longer warm, rich brown. They were blood-rimmed shade of yellow. So then she knew at that time that it was over, that he had fully committed to the dark side. And he says, I trusted you. His voice shook as he raged. I believed you. It reminds me of like Obi-Wan and Anakin talking to each other. So so good. So obviously very distraught. She decides to hightail it out of there. Yeah. And realizes that the rescue attempt is um, stupid at this point because he is gone. He is not uh, Quinlan Voss anymore. Nope. He has become Admiral Enigma. Oh, yeah. This is his new He's name Dooku's from Dooku's. new dude. Yeah. Um, so she, she goes back to Coruscant and tells Kenobi of what happened. Mm-hmm. That Quinlan has fallen down uh, to the dark side. Which was awesome of her to actually walk into the, yep. the Jedi Council, the temple. And, that was big. Yeah. That was big. And so, she did it really out of her love for for Voss. Yeah, yeah. Even even what he you know what he did to her you know almost killing her and all that. She still wanted to save him. Yeah, in a way because she was telling Kenobi, "You guys better go get him because yeah. I can't, I can't anymore." So she goes down a dark path for a while. Yeah, um, starts drinking and everything. Um, so what happens is the Jedi the Jedi Council. Was keeping tabs on Admiral Enigma, mm-hmm. and they finally found where he could be, um, and they do a rescue attempt. Who do they use? That would be Mister Anakin, freaking Skywalker. Yep. And Obi Wan Kenobi. So which fun. Is, which is awesome. <laughs> I would love to see this on the anime. I know. It would have been so good. And so uh, when they decided that they were going to send them off on a mission, there's this little part where Anakin is with Padme telling mm-hmm. her of what happened and Padme questioning like Anakin was questioning how could Voss have done this fallen in love with Ventress created mm-hmm. that attachment and then he came to the realization that it was almost like what had happened between yep. him and he Padme saw, he, he saw the similarity yeah yep yeah 100% I loved when the, when Anakin shows up in this book towards the end yeah it's, it's so good yeah because it, it just reminds me of of the Clone Wars, yeah, and I could just see all this going down with him and him and Obi. Um, and so, the attitude he had, yeah, it's so good, it's so great. <laughs> so, uh, Kenobi and um, Skywalker head out to rescue um, Voss, and they find him on a uh, on a dreadnought. So and who's with Ventress is with them. Ventress is with them. Yep, they um, they ask her to help him uh, to help him uh, rescue him, and she agrees. Yeah, very very blood like they had to really really pressure her to do it, but she did it. Yeah, she did do it, and it, again, you just reading her thoughts, it was because of her feelings for him. If mm-hmm. she still believed that he could maybe be saved, mm-hmm. even the slightest, that she still believed, and again, that's such a Padme thing too, like Anakin, she probably thought right until the end and that she could save him. They're still good in him. Yep, yep. And it's the same. Yep, she thought the same thing. Um, so they go and get on the dreadnought. Uh, the Providence is what it's called. Mm-hmm. So they. I would have loved to see this. Oh, I, I know. I would I have do. loved to see this ship. Voss there, uh, Dooku there, Anakin, Obi Wan, Ventress. I would have loved to see this. Yeah, this would have been a great, great episode. To yes. See. Yeah, great episode to see. All right, so they, so their rescue attempt um, is successful, but they, yeah, go ahead. It is successful, mm-hmm. but Ventress. Uh, is very, uh, I guess, reluctant or doesn't want to... She senses the dark side still 
yes. and Voss. Even though the portrayal of him was that he was captured mm-hmm. and he was imprisoned and he was in need of being rescued, Ventress... She didn't believe it. She didn't believe it. She nope. felt the dark side in him. It was still there. She immediately wanted to destroy him. Right. And it was Obi-Wan and Anakin that had to keep her from doing that. Yeah. And saying, like, he he's, like, dying or, like, yeah. you know, he's, like, inches away. Like, yeah. yeah. Yep, they thought that they needed to save him. And she thought he was too far gone at that point. And she, like you said, she warned him. Yeah. She warned both Anakin and Obi that, you guys, I don't, he's not the same guy you guys know. She could feel it. Yep, yep. So they, they bring him back to the Jedi Council. Um, the Council, you know... Uh, Keeps tabs on them. Yep, they because they are a lot of them are as suspicious as Ventress was. Yeah, especially Mace. Yes, Windu was. Man, he's suspicious of everything. I mean, right? I mean, there's but he you gotta give that guy credit. Just because of how different he thought he could, you know, because a lot of people think that he was in that kind of he tapped into the dark Dark side, side. Yeah, from time to time, and he might have, and maybe that's why he knew. Voss was uh, going down that path, and maybe was still down that path when they when they rescued him. Yeah. So they start doing. Um, <clears throat> they decide to put him to the test. So just to see how loyal he was. Mm-hmm. Um, they there's a mission that him that Voss Kenobi Skywalker and Dash Dash and Cody. Yes. I'll go on. Um, and it was to a separatist asteroid uh, asteroid base. To get supplies? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it was to uh, get supplies and all that. You really could see how these episodes played out. Oh, God. You it would have really been so could. good. It would have been so good. <laughs> it would have been so good. Um, so they go. And lo and behold, though, it was a trap. Um, and... You know, it was kind of the separatists kind of almost knew ahead of time what was going on. Yeah. Um, so that kind of gives suspicion to that Quinlan is not who he says he is, that he is. Still has alliance with yes. Dooku. Yes. And that is what happens. Um, they kind of uh, capture him. Is that, is that what happens? Let me read. Hold on. Um, do, do, do. They test them one more time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, uh, they have their suspicions. The Jedi Council has their suspicions, so they test him one more time, asking him if he will go assassinate Dooku. Yeah, so, the, yeah, so that's what, yeah. So they, um, the asteroid base blows up, mm-hmm. um, and they get away, mm-hmm. luckily. But now they are fully suspicious of him, so yeah. So now they know where Dooku is. Yep. Um, and they send out again, uh, Kenobi, Skywalker, and I think it's Dash too again. Yep. And um, Voss to go and try to assassinate Juku. So during this time, as they're sending him out on his last mission, mm-hmm. him and Ventress have a conversation. Yes. And um, he tells her how he's still, and they're meeting up like secretively. Yes. Remember? Yep. Yep. And to the, to the Jedi. Yep. And she's starting to, her feelings are starting to sway the other way, that she's not necessarily feeling the dark side. She sees the man that she once loved. Mm-hmm. She, you know, wants to, he talks about having a life with her, leaving everything all together, but he owed it to the Jedi to assassinate Dooku. That was his whole purpose. Yes. Yep. Yep. Before he could move on with her, he had to assassinate Dooku. What you find out is so crazy. Yeah. Because he's playing it. Yep. Man. The whole time. Oh, my God. So they go to Christophus, uh, which we see in Clone Wars many, many times yep. in the show. Um, uh, where his the dreadnought is of where Dooku, Dooku is. is. The Vigilance. Yes, the Vigilance. So they get on board. Um, so it's, again, Skywalker, Kenobi, Voss, and is it Asajj too at this point? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Dash is there, too. Yeah, and Dash. So they they engage Dooku. They, Skywalker and Kenobi see Voss fighting him uh, in a duel. Uh, but 
Instead of killing Dooku, uh, Voss doesn't. He fails. Um, so realizing that Voss's loyalties were, you know, were not true. Yeah. They decide, you know, Kenobi and Skywalker arrest both Voss and Dooku. Yes. At this time. So they have both of them captured. Um, they bring them to the... Venator class star destroyer, the vigilance, yeah, the, the, the vigil- vigilance, yeah. So while they're captured, though, um, Voss Voss talks to his old friend Dash, and um, does a really <laughs> did I didn't see this coming in the book, but he steals Dash's lightsaber and kills him. Yeah. Which but, is wild. Which was also wild was Desh kind of had came... Is this that part where Desh decided he was going to do that striking death blow that yes. they alluded to in the beginning of the book with the Moran Han? Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. Which I thought that that was great, mm-hmm. that they tied those two together. Yeah. And that yeah, was yeah, like yeah. kind of like... Yeah. And so he he kills his friend. I mean, it, it was his friend. He's been friends with him for a very long time there. Um, missions um, before he joined this whole um, assassination mission. Yeah, uh, it was he was with Dash, so he uses that to free him to free him and Dooku uh, to escape. And Obi Wan and Anakin were off talking to the Council, yep. right? During about this, this whole time. time. Yeah, man, just move. Yeah. Stop talking about <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so during this whole escape, though, um, Ventress. Is there and helps Voss and Dooku escape on her ship. Yeah, uh, but they don't get far. Now Dooku's really hurt. He is. Yeah, he's he's hurt. Yeah, he is very very hurt at this time. Um, so they get on board Ventures. Ventures's um, ship called the Banshee. Mm-hmm. And yep, they get they get they crash down onto Christophus. Mm-hmm. Um, so they start running. To um to a separatist base, and Anakin and I think is Wind is it uh, Anakin Windu and Kenobi are all I think on their tail yeah trying to get to them yeah um so when they finally arrive at the separatist base um Dooku I think this is where Dooku talks to uh, Palpatine uh, yeah asking him to come pick him up yes. Yeah, looking for, um, uh, yeah. And I think he says no at this point, right? He didn't really give him a clear answer. But prior to that, Voss had talked to Dooku about wanting to meet Palpatine. Yes. Because he, they talked all about the rule of two and having an apprentice. And Mm -hmm. I think, you know, Voss's ultimate plan was to get Palpatine out of the picture Maybe even get Dooku out of the picture and have full rule right. over what was going on. It's crazy. And I think Dooku at the time, though, too, wanted Voss to help him because he wanted to be, yeah, take over for, um, for Palpatine. But he was a little hesitant towards it because yeah. he was like, you have to meet him first. He was, it was weird. Mm-hmm. Everybody was playing games on that side. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, yeah. Dark side always playing games for yeah. sure. Um, so eventually, you know, Windu, Skywalker, Kenobi, all get, um, get to the base, and, um, there's falling debris, um, they're trying to get everybody out, mm-hmm. uh, but this is where Ventress confronts Quinlan about his fall to the dark side. Yeah. Um... You and know. he really, he sounds a lot like Anakin talking to Padme on Mustafar. Oh, 100%. It's I, almost identical. Oh, yeah. Their conversation was very, very heavy like that. I mean, I think, you know, she was basically pleading him not to go down that way. Right. That, you know, that they have, you know, they have a life together. And him he saying, just... like, only that power could keep them together. It was, a, you know, all it was so close yeah. to exactly what was happening. Because he thought that by, you know, his his whole thing, which we find out later once he um, talks to the Jedi Council, his plan, supposedly his plan was to meet with Sidious and yeah. destroy him and destroy Dooku and stop the war. That's why he. That's why he says he was he was tapped into the dark side. Yeah, for so long. Um, but I think 
you know, Ventress had a very hard time believing him, and that's why she pled to him to stop and to just run, like, basically run away with her. Right. And they can, you know, start living their life together, you know, denounce the Jedi Order and be together. Oh, my gosh. Padme saying we have to leave this place. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. It's, it's the same. Yeah. This is, again, it's poetry with, with Star Wars. Like, it's just, it's so good. Um, okay. So, uh, so, um, so up until this point, were you like on the edge of your seat? Oh, hundred percent. Oh my God. Me too. hundred percent. Cause I really, at this time I really didn't know like if Quinlan was going to turn back. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if Ventures was going to like kill him. I didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. You know, it was a wild ride. This yeah. whole book, like I think this whole book was such a great emotional roller coaster. Um, and it led to this, like to this, to this moment. Um, you know, so do uh Dooku decides to attack Voss and they start fighting and then um Asajj shoves away Voss before Dooku can strike him with a full like full on like lightning attack right and um she sacrifices herself yeah for him um and then Dooku tried to attempt to uh uh, Goyd Quinlan to killing him, mm-hmm. but Voss refused because he didn't want to go to the dark side. And um, he runs to Ventress, and that's, you know, and then Dugu took that opportunity to uh, get away. But that whole moment when he goes and sees her, and it's like their final. Yeah, I was, I'm right at that part. He, um, he was like cradling her, and he said, Asajj, you were right. I did fall to the dark side, and I've been there this whole time. I just, I just didn't know. Mm-hmm. And she says, "You lied to yourself. That's why I couldn't tell." And he says, "I loved you, and I never stopped for that moment." Um, Ventress said, "I know. How funny is that?" <laughs> Such Star Wars. She said, "But did, but you did stop lying. Remember, you always have a choice to be better. You always have the choice to pick the right path." She said sadly, even if that choice comes a little too late. Ooh. I mean, what I love about this whole thing, especially with, for Asajj's character, is that it's a full-blown, like, redemption Heck arc. Heck yeah. Redemption arc for me. Because she, you know, instead of letting him die and then maybe just saving herself, mm-hmm. she sacrificed herself. Yeah. She did the selfish thing. She, um, she was a Jedi almost at that point to where, like, she did what she thought was best, not just... For her, but for like the galaxy, really, if you think about it. Yeah. You know, she wanted to save Voss from going down deeper, and she sacrificed herself, which was uh, so good. And, you know, then... So, that moment happens. Like I said, Dooku escapes. Uh, so now they go back. Uh, they go back to Coruscant um, with Quinlan. Yeah. And that's when he kind of confesses his whole... Uh, intention plan intention that he was going to join dark uh dooku but just to get to sidious and eliminate him and destroy the sith uh once and for all mm-hmm. um you know the, i think some of the council members believed him i don't know if a lot of, like some of them were very skeptical still yeah for sure um but obi-wan believed him i feel like and i think yoda again yoda was always behind him as well yeah uh, for sure. Uh, but, so the last part of the book, I love. Oh my gosh. So, Kenobi and Voss go to Dathomir. Mm-hmm. And have Ventress's body. Yep, to take Ventress, and so she can be with the Night Sisters. Because that her... was one of her last things that she said to Voss when she was dying, yeah. that she got to be, um, she says that my sisters are waiting. That yeah. it was time for her now. So, so that's almost like the force in a way too. Yeah. God, I want to see this in animation. Oh my gosh! And there, I just saw this. She says, and he was saying like when she was dying, and he was saying, "Please don't." And she says, "You must let me go, my love. It's the Jedi way." See? Oh my God! <laughs> so she was so like again. It's such a redemption arc for her, and I love it. It was great. Um. So yeah. So Kenobi and Voss go to Dathomir to mm-hmm. take her body to become uh, one with her sisters, 
in that beautiful moment, he takes her to the uh, the water, mm-hmm. and her body, um, you know, slowly sinks, and then the pool turns green. Yeah. Uh, and that is that is Asha's Ventress's arc. Yeah. And that is where we end. Boss, um, and Kenobi are just walking out, and you can tell Obi Wan was consoling him too a little bit as a. You know, as a friend, and that he kind of, under, you know, he knew how much he, how much Boss cared for Asajj. Oh yeah, the ending of it is Kenobi's eyes widened. He heard it too. Now the whispers of women's voices. The Force had reclaimed Dathomir's wayward child, and as Boss reached out in it to send the woman he loved a final farewell, he thought he could make out one single word: "Sister." Asajj Ventress at last had come home. Love it. Awesome. I mean that's such a it's almost like a Jedi thing too where yeah. like uh like um Qui-Gon and the pylon and all that like it's such a uh you know cleanse sending the body to yeah to to the uh cosmic force yeah yeah and that's what she did in a way with uh with the night sisters and everything so yeah it was great Whew. great oh book gosh. great book I mean highly recommend yeah I mean, I we, we, we hit the, just the kind of very peak major moments, but... To experience that book yeah. is, as a Star Wars fan, I think it's something you must do. And especially if you're a Clone Wars fan, especially oh, yeah. if you're an Asajj Ventures fan like I am, it was such a great way to end her character. Now, I will say I wanted it in... Um, seven? Season yeah, seven? I wanted... I want this in animation. I know we won't get it. I hope, and I'm going to throw this question to you, I wonder if they'll mention this at all. I don't, I don't know. know how. I don't, I don't know, know how, how or where they, they would. would it, but I think because the mission was unsuccess- unsuccessful with yes. defeating Dooku, that's kind of what keeps it out of the story. Yeah. You know, um, if you were doing like a full 20, 20 episode season, yes, it could be in there. It could add to the suspense of what's leading up to the end. Mm-hmm. You know, but. With only, what are they doing, 12 episodes? Yeah, I think it's 12 as far as I remember. You can't uh, fit this in there. Oh, no, it won't be. But I, I would love it if, like, there's a conversation and that, yeah, you know, remember when we tried to assassinate Dooku, the other, you know, and yeah. all that, like, just mention it. I would love it. I would. Yeah. I would love it. But I don't know if they'll go down that road. But, uh, but yeah, that uh, that's pretty much Dark Disciple, people. It's, it's if, so good. If you're a Clone Wars fan... You got to read this book. So I mean, reading it, um, I also listened to it on Audible. Uh, oh, okay, you did Audible too? Yes. I do a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. I like go back and forth. Depends on what I'm capable of doing in that moment. And it was narr- narrated by Mark Thompson, which who's is amazing. Who's awesome. He's really good. And listening to Star Wars books on Audible is just an awesome experience. Yeah, I, I have, I'm not an, I just don't drive enough to get Audible, but I really need to. Sometimes I just sit at home and listen to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah Cross stitch my that. little Star Wars. Yeah. So, um, okay. So let's final thoughts. I mean, this is one of. It's a must read. Yeah, I, I would say it's a must read for any um, Star Wars fan. Agreed. Yeah, it's a must. It's mm-hmm. a must, especially if you're like I said, especially if you're an Asajj fan. It's just. Oh, it's so good. So good. But yeah, uh, like I said, those are kind of the high points uh, as far as kind of what the story was about, you know, uh, the mission and all that. So, yep. All right. Uh, we are going to do Ask the Gals now. Hashtag. Hashtag Ask the Gals. Ask the Gals. All right. We got a lot of good questions this week. So I'm going to try, we're going to try to get to them. Um, but there's a lot, a lot of good ones. Um, uh, let's do... We have some non-Star Wars Star Wars questions, which is fun. I have a non-Star Wars question. Listen, real, All hang right. on one Ooh. second. Go ahead. I was at work, and they told me to ask this question on my podcast so okay. that I can get determined. <laughs> okay. What is it? How do you cook your hot dogs? And grilling <laughs> can't be an option. Cause, no grilling? Well, because obviously grilling's the best, so you mm. got to throw that one out, okay? Mm-hmm. How do you cook your hot dogs? Probably with a boil in the water. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people were like thinking that was gross. Really? Yeah, and they were saying, "Oh, you gotta either microwave them or pan fry them." And I was like, "Savage." Pan fry? I get pan fry. No. No. Savages. I mean, I get it, but no, I yeah, it'd be usually water for me, boiling water. All right. Interesting. If anybody else is listening, <laughs> hot dog talk. With Let us know. <laughs> okay. Um. Let's see. All right. Let's do Anthony, real farm boy. 
RFB. Yeah, RFB, our boy. Um, he asks, um, you, we see that he shares our, uh, he shares his playlist all the time. All the time. So he's asking, what is in our playlist? So podcast wise, I have uh, let's be kind of real quick answers. I got Four Center. Yep. I got Beyond the Outer Rim. Mm-hmm. I have Blast Point. I have our boys from Bomb Bad. Um, I got the Scarif Pod. Yep. Um, Force Toast. My girls Alice and Laura love them. Jedi Temple podcast. Yep. Jedi Temple archives. Yep. Great one. Yes. Um, what the Force. There's Sky Talkers. I got a lot. Star Wars Friends. Star Wars Friends is a great one as well. Yep. Um, yeah. Friends of the Force. Friends of the Force. Brad Whipple. Yep. Love him. Uh, yeah. There's that. Jedi Fangirl. Yes. That's, she's uh, she's new, new. New. Been uh, been listening to her. Good that's stuff, fun. As always. Yeah. So yeah. Tons. Tons, Anthony. We are, we're with you on our playlist. We try. <laughs> I try to listen to as many as possible, but I'm I do so, too. I'm behind, but I, I try to listen to everybody. Um, oh, the Star um, Conversations. Oh yeah. Yes, Pat and Charles. Gotta love them as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's tons, 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 tons. Um, okay, so Ross from Beyond from the Beyond the Outer Rim podcast asks us this: uh, If you could have one Star Wars show added to Disney Plus, what would it be? could be as specific as one revolving around a character or as broad as a type of show um like a documentary on like uh like a planet earth documentary that i read that when he said that i thought that was so cool oh, yeah. could you that. imagine like a planet earth star wars i love it where different planets <laughs> different species like narrated by david was it david attenborough like yeah, that'd be cool oh my god that'd be the coolest thing <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be down for that like a nature documentary i'm like yeah. naboo oh my god <laughs> Or a Coruscant, like just a whole, like what's going on. I would also cool. want to see like uh not um cribs. Like what if there was like a cribs? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like they take you into the like, Here's my <laughs> yeah. Or like the Jawa Fortress. Yeah, that'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty cool. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> I like that. That's a good question. Um. But what are we revolving at? Revolving around a character. Um, mm. God, I would love Ezra. I would like an Ezra. I want Ezra to come back. But that's probably be an animation. But I would love that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, right. I personally, um, you know, old school love Darth Vader. Yeah. I would like some more. Just you know, really going into the psyche of Darth Vader. Darth Vader. You know, almost like. <laughs> Fortress Vader that's in the comics. You know, I Don't want... Don't you think we're getting that, though, in the comics? I want, want it, I want it in a show. I want oh, you it, want it in a show. I want that's it in fair. a show. That's fair. I want to hear Darth Vader's breathing. <laughs> I want to see him without his helmet on. I want to see him yeah. meditating. I want all those things. Yeah, that's like, true. Like, it's great cool. that they're in comics, but I would love to see it in a show. I think it would be dark, creepy, suspenseful, yeah. heartbreaking. That's true. All that. That's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. All right, and then uh, last question is from the uh, guys at the Raincore Review. They ask, what is your favorite Star Wars canon book and why? It's a tough one. That's a tough one, considering uh, what we just talked yeah. about. <laughs> Besides Dark Disciple. <laughs> um, ah, there's just so many to choose from, but I, I will go with... I honestly, I, I, Dark Disciple. I could not put this book down when I first read it. I couldn't it. either. It's it's that good. So I'll go with Dark Disciple. I'll go with Dark Disciple. I will too. Uh, no, I'm gonna go with Master and Apprentice. Yeah, you you've been I, on that. I, I really, you know, and I'm so behind, I'm so behind in my books. I, I gotta just read that still. Love Jedi conversation. Mm-hmm. I love a conversation between two Jedi, a group of Jedi. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and the lessons that they teach each other. Just to see the the first dynamic of Obi Wan and Qui Gon's relationship because it, it eventually did change. Yeah, hundred percent. And to see the struggles that they went through, it's a great book. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is that Claudia Gray? Yep. Yeah, she's awesome. one of the best. Yeah, yep. she's the best. All right. Uh, last thoughts. Anything about Dark Disciple or anything like that? Read it. Yeah, I mean, just listen 100%. to it. Yeah. It's it's such a good book. Guys. Whatever if you, you haven't, do. yeah, if you haven't read it, and you, I mean, if you haven't read it, but you listen to this. 
I mean, we we I mean we reviewed it, but it's we don't give it justice. Yeah, it's so good. Like yeah. there's just so many moments in that book that are just outstanding, and I do wish this was would have been a uh, series for sure. Eight uh, animated. Episodes. Yeah, God, that would have been great. All right, guys, that's it. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, you can follow us uh, on Twitter at the Galactic Pod. You can follow me, Lauren Romo, at Loro Knows. You can follow me, Andrea Gutierrez, at R2D Two Step. And on Twitter. Hey, on Twitter. <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> uh, and also, guys, go check out DGCherryCo.com for some merch, uh, nerd merch, uh, besides uh, just Star Wars. There's Harry Potter, tons of stuff. So go over there too as well. All right. Thanks, guys. And may that force be with you. Always. Always. Hey everyone, this is Lauren from the Galactic Podcast. A reminder to please like, subscribe, and share the podcast to all available social media. If you're looking for more geek content, please visit dgtradeco.com. That's dgtradeco.com for all your nerd needs. And remember, the force will be with you always.